Welcome to Holy Trinity Catholic Church from Beaverton, Oregon. Very good morning to you all. One of my favorite lines from our Catholic funeral liturgy is, Indeed, for your faithful Lord, life is changed, not ended. And I have a very significant change coming up in my life very soon as I leave here and begin ministry at St. Juan Diego. And that line from the funeral liturgy, coupled with Deacon Brett having a skull out here last week, said it was my skull? It's got me thinking about the relationship between death and change. And last week, Deacon Brett talked about that expression, memento mori, remember that you will die. He talked about how good our culture is at hiding death away and denying death and about the danger of forgetting our own mortality. And he contrasted that with the joy and the freedom of those who have accepted that they will die and live their lives with that in mind. We live better lives and we're more free when we're able to accept that our lives will end. Change always means an end of something, but also the beginning of something new. And as a culture, we're not well equipped to handle change either. We have a a tendency to try to control things, to try to hold on to what we have. But the better we are at surrendering control, the more free we will be to move through change, accepting what is and what was, but also joyfully entering into what comes next. In our gospel today, did you notice the point at which Jesus asked his disciples why they were terrified? There's a a huge storm, Jesus calms the storm, and it's only after calming the storm that he says to them, why are you afraid? And this timing's a little different in the other gospels, but it does reveal something important. The storm is huge and powerful, but Jesus's power is even greater. And that amount of power is always awe-inspiring and sometimes even terrifying. And so Jesus goes on by saying, why are you terrified? Do you not yet have faith? The power of Jesus is only terrifying if we don't have that faith in him, if we don't have that trust that he is only going to use his great power for our great good. And that power of the storm and the even greater power of Jesus are good reminders that we are not in control in our lives. We're not in control. We're not even close. And yet we still have that desire to take control and to hold on to what we want. But it's when we surrender that control to Jesus that we become free to live well and to move through change when it comes to accept what is and what has been, and to joyfully enter what comes next. I just recently read an article about how our death-denying culture makes us also a change-denying culture, and how both of those make us bad at grieving. 
My leaving here will be an occasion of sadness, certainly for me, and judging by what you've told me for a lot of you as well. And it certainly isn't up to the level of actual death, but it is a kind of death. It's a, a major change that's going to require a lot of goodbyes. And I'm reminded of the, the five classic stages of grief, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And many of you, many of you have told me that you're currently in the bargaining stage, specifically with the bishop. You're bargaining with him. It's not going to get you anywhere. I'm currently making myself aware of how those five different stages are showing up in my life and inviting Jesus to be a part of each of them. To ignore or to deny my sadness wouldn't be healthy for me. And to try to prevent change and hold on to what is would also be unhealthy. But that middle road of accepting change is very similar to the expression memento mori. Remember and accept that, not that we'll die, but that change will happen in our lives. Remember that and accept it. And live well in the moment here and now because we have accepted that truth of the future. And that sentence from the funeral liturgy applies very well here as well. Indeed, for your faithful Lord, life is changed, not ended. Change, just like death, can be done well, and it can be an occasion of great grace given to us if we're able to accept it. This last Wednesday, I celebrated our last school mass of the year here. And as we were beginning, I looked out at all the kids in the pews and I got a little choked up. It was my last time celebrating with them. And it's hard, but I also know that if I'm not able to let go at least a little bit to the community here at Holy Trinity, I won't be able to become fully present to my new community at Juan Diego. I think about what Jesus said to Mary Magdalene after he had risen from the dead and she came and found him and he said to her, stop holding on to me. I have not yet ascended to my father. And then later he said to his disciples similarly, if I do not go, the Holy Spirit cannot come. Now, I'm not Jesus and soon to be Father Tony isn't the Holy Spirit and you can tell him I said so. But the concept's again the same. If we try to hold on to the good that we have known, we will not be able to accept and move into and receive the good things that Jesus will send. The, the backdrop for accepting change with grace and being filled with grace through the process of change is recognizing and relying on a God who doesn't change. A God who is more powerful than the storm and who loves us and who cares for us and who we can trust. We trust that he will bring good out of all things in general, but we also trust that he will bring good out of each thing in particular. And I trust that he has worked good for me in the past three years here and I trust that he will work good for me through this transition. And I trust that he will work good for me in my new assignment. 
And I also trust that he will continue to do good things here at Holy Trinity in my absence. And finally, I'm not gone yet, so no crying on me until next week. joining us. You can learn more on our parish website at h-t.org. We hope that you will subscribe to our YouTube channel or try and join us for Mass if you're local. Again, all the information will be on h-t.org.